about many members in one body, and that the diversity is a part of God's intention. We can't think that we're useless, and we can't think that other people are useless. But we recognize that uh, all of us uh, work together. So he's really trying to stress the right attitude we have toward one another's members. Look at verse 25. Verse 25 12, 25. So that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. One member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. You really see this mutual concern, compassion, involvement of the members toward each other. You know, when, a, when an athlete wins a race, his whole body rejoices. And we con- congratulate him, not his legs. You know, and when I have a bounce going, they're a little bitty, but they really hurt. My whole body's in pain. You know, we need that kind of compassion and concern among us as brothers and sisters, where we really care about the well-being of our fellow, fellow members. And, and we just have that kind of sympathy. That kind of feeling for one another, both in our joys and in our sorrows. And uh, certainly the Lord is compassionate toward us. So that's the kind of spirit that needs to pervade the body. Thoughts or comments through verse 26? How about uh, 27 to 31? Now you are Christ's body and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administrations, various kinds of tongues. All are not apostles, are they? All are not prophets, are they? All are not teachers, are they? All are not workers of miracles, are they? All do not give gifts of healing, do they? All do not speak with tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? But earnestly desire the greater gifts. I'll show you a still more excellent Okay, so our relationship to Christ is that of members to a body. And he, he talks about how God appointed the members, various members of the body. He actually ranks them. Look at what he says. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, and so forth and so on. It's interesting that he groups together these miraculous special spiritual gifts with what we would consider as just ordinary gifts and abilities. You know, teachers, they don't have some special spiritual gift, nor do helps or administrations. But they're just as much works of the Spirit in that the Spirit works in us to do those things. They're just not these spiritual, special, uh, uh, miraculous manifestations. You know, a prophet reveals, and a teacher teaches what the prophet reveals. Those are, uh, you know, appropriate kinds of uh, uh, things to, to be done. And, and so when he gives this ranking, can you tell what the criteria is that he uses to write them. Why would he say first apostles, then prophets, and then teachers, and so forth? Well, you think about it, they are the gifts 
that reveal the message, communicate the word to people. That's the most useful thing we can do in the body, is to help people understand the life-giving word of the Lord. And the whole idea of even ranking these is the idea of how useful they are to the body. This is not a matter of which gifts are the most impressive. We care what's impressive. We care about what builds the body up and helps everybody be stronger and do better. That's what we're looking at. And, and he makes the point in 29 and 30 that not all of the uh, not, not all the people weren't able to do any one thing. Are all apostles? Well, no. They weren't all apostles. What about prophets? No. What about teachers? No. In fact, there's, there's, there's nothing, there's no gift that everybody had. Now, there's a reason why God did it that way. He did it that way so that we wouldn't be self-sufficient. He organized us together so that we need each other. So we couldn't do it on our own. He didn't want us to do it on our own. He wanted us to depend on each other and be able to work together. So you need others. They need you working together in the body. It builds the body up. That's the way God intends it. Now there are religions that teach that if you're a Christian, you have to uh, speak in tongues. But this passage certainly shows that's not the case. Uh, not all were able to do any one gift. But then, in verse 31, he implies that there were better and worse gifts. We've seen that. The gifts that build up are the most important. But then he goes beyond that another step. He says, and I'll show you a still more excellent way. Now, the gifts that communicate the word are better than the showy, flashy gifts. But better than even those is this more excellent way, and that's leading us right into chapter 13, that's going to show us something better than spiritual gifts, a more excellent way. Okay, comments and questions uh, through the end of chapter 12. Yes. Helps and administrations. Yeah, I mean, it helps get a servant in some way. Administration, perhaps the idea of leadership, overseeing. But more than that, I don't know. They seem to have just been ways of analyzing the function of brethren. Other comments, questions, thoughts? All right, let's look at chapter 13 then. Uh,